Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from V8-1-5. Episode 62, live from the 815 podcast. We are back. It's the usual. It's me, Colton St. Vincent. It's Sam Connor. Sam, how you doing? Good. What's going on, Colton? Jake, nice to be back. Jake, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Feeling glad to be back. Fellas, you know you know the old, the old phrase our parents told us, our grandparents told us, you work hard for 61 episodes of a podcast, you will get rewarded, and gentlemen... This is the first episode on the Two Shots Sports Podcast Network. Thanks for having us. We got picked up, boys. Two Shots! Shout out to Joe. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, big week. This is this is it. We're uh, next off the moon, right? I can't see any other point between here and the moon. I mean, we are, we have, well, I don't want to say peaked, but it can't get much higher. Sam, thoughts? <laughs> to the moon. To the moon. You heard it here yeah. first, folks. Sam agreed. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. You well, want to jump into the NFL and just, uh, you guys want to break down what happened to your bears in Miami? I, I, I was so excited. I couldn't hear that. That was two separate gasps at this, like, uh, at the same exact time. It was incredible. I was so excited about the, the two shots thing and. I now I just now I don't even want to talk. Yeah, way to really have us like I pumped us up. You know, I I was coming in, Sam. I came in great energy. I was giving it to you, giving it to Jake, all around a triangle of positivity, high this energy. Three episodes. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, um, Sam, you tell him what happened. I, it's it's hard to figure. I mean. It, I, it's it's really hard to digest, to be honest with you. That game was terrible, start to finish. Um, Mitch came out slow in the first half, but played really well in the second half. He looked really good. He obviously had the the turnover there, but two turnovers in the end zone, um, three total turnovers, a defense that just looked tired. Um, I don't know if it was the heat. I don't know if it was just how quickly we were scoring when we did score in the second. I think there were there were two separate scoring drives that were like four plays and one was five plays. Um, it's putting the defense back out on the field, but we look terrible. And Brock, Brock Osweiler, just did us. He he did us a number. He bent us over. The Brock um, ship, baby. The Brocket ship in in Brocktober. What do you expect? Uh, I'm sure, everyone, terrible. I'm sure you've heard the stat on Brock Osweiler by now. The ultimate bar stat that his first three starts with three different AFC teams were all against the Bears, and he won all three. Yep, with seven touchdowns. Yep. Yep, Brock Osweiler owns the Bears. Don't know what it is, but they should probably sign him. Yeah, that was that was tough. And, and Colton, I think we can both agree that, like, right before the game, it was like, oh, orange jerseys. Orange jerseys. This is swag game. Off a of bye week, we're going orange jerseys. And, oh, Tannehill's out now, too. It's Brock. I didn't even think about previous games against Brock because whoever thinks about a time when they didn't just beat the hell out of him. And 
I really thought this was a this was a for sure win. Defense was going to come out and just break them down, and we didn't. I was looking. Yeah, I was looking ahead to to so many other games on the schedule. I was looking ahead to next year's schedule. I was looking ahead to his Hall of Fame speech. I thought this was the biggest lock of the year. Yeah. I mean, my one major takeaway was when I saw the Bears wearing orange in Miami, that seemed like an insult to the face of Miami. They're the orange team. They're the only ones who can wear neon orange. And then the Bears come in, marching in, wearing their colors. It was an insult, really. That I mean, main takeaway. It hurt. It was just... But, I mean, looking back at it, there's so many games, like, on a schedule. Like, we should have lost the Arizona game. We should have won this game. Should have won week one. <laughs> NFL sucks. NFL's stupid. We could easily be undefeated, and we could easily have three losses, you know? Yeah, it stinks. It, it really does, and I, I'll say that the, the biggest take, um, you know, obviously besides the defense playing bad, was I think Nagy called it soft on those three runs um, for a 53-yard field goal. I don't know who whoever thinks that's safe is out of their mind. Um, so I was a little upset about that. And then, yeah, I this is a game. We needed this game, you know. You're going to go into next week now. You're going to play against New England. We're going to get our asses kicked. And we're going to be 3-3 three and three at the end of the day. You know, it, it, this is just giving everybody in the division another shot because it's going to be two straight losses. Um, I'm a Debbie Downer. Colton, do you give us any chance next week? But, you know, I mean, is, is that reasonable? Do we have a chance next week? Our chances next week are at negative 5% chance to win that game. After what you just watched, do you think there's a chance? I mean, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to think that. They shoot out against Kansas City, one of the best teams, you know, hottest teams in the league. They shut them down. You're telling me they can't do that against the Bears next week and hand it to them? Uh, it's disappointing. 3-3. Three three. Um, yeah, because what what the Dolphins did was just like a quick screen pass, a quick a quick slant route. Because every, every team that we've played has been like five, seven step dropbacks. Yeah, yeah. Albert Wilson, dude. He yeah, was give, give the so- pressure time to like come get you. And basically, the Dolphins just showed you how to beat them. And I don't think you can handpick a better quarterback. Like, like the only other one that I can think of might be Rodgers in the history of football to say, here's like, here's a game plan. This is what you have to do: short, short dump routes, quick slants. Like Brady's the the perfect person to, to like tear us apart. Yeah. Edelman's gonna have 400 yards next year or next next week, and uh, Bears will not win ever again. How about that? Belichick. Perfect one to watch the Bears game and know exactly what to do. Like, Cleo Mack, I, I did see he may have gotten hurt, which yeah. may have hobbled him in the first quarter, no, but he, he was invisible he all has, day. He has tests on him today. Okay, well, we'll find out, but uh, he just was absolutely invisible, and that was um, that was a big reason to why the Bears couldn't stop the Dolphins, obviously. It stinks. The only thing that's positive is... Uh, if you take away that throw in the end zone, Trubisky's game is again. It's a really like this is obviously isn't as good as his uh, Bucks game, but this is a this is a game that you like. If you have like two or three or four of these games in like a six game span, you're like, damn, Trubisky's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I and I'm a you know me, I'm a Trubisky hater. I, I don't think he's accurate. Like his first two throws of the game, there was an out route left. He missed him by like. Three, five yards and he was double covered and then Colton I think you remember I think it was to I don't know if it was to Robinson over over the middle it was like a 40 yard bomb and he had him wide open and just missed him you, you can't throw it far and to the right and he threw it far into the right but yeah I mean he looked great in the second half he really did there, there should be some optimism from that I think and 
Um, I don't know if it's Nagy getting these guys wide open for him or if it's Mitch just doing his thing. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I, I'm happy with that at least. But, yeah, I think there's a real concern moving moving forward still. I would. I think Nagy needs time to learn how to be a, a coach. You know, he needs experience. But I was texting you guys, Nagy has an amazing offense. You guys are running stuff. Guys are wide open. I don't see that as a Packers fan. I don't see guys wide open ever unless it's a busted coverage like you scheme it open these throws are open Mitch is hitting him he's playing he, he did play really well in the second half pretty brutal first half but um yeah yes yeah, I yeah, just this think that he just needs experience to be a game, great coach this game for uh, Trubisky literally showed he he missed some throws down the field like you were saying but he's not missing the easy throws and he's just mm-hmm. like all he's doing is hitting easy throws and he, he threw for 300 three TDs and a, and a pick. So, like, yeah, so like once he, he gets more accuracy down the field, it's going to be really, really fun to watch. Yeah, well, if he, he, I think he showed the ability to be good enough in this type of offense, which is just a lot of easier throws, a lot of open throws. But that's just as hard, you know, you need a guy who can hit those. And, I mean, if anything, the offense is the big takeaway. The defense not playing well is the scary part from the Bears. Like, why didn't they play well? I was going to say, that's kind of the, the dynamic of this team is that, you know, we're, we're going to pride ourselves in being defense. You know, we're going to run the ball. We're going to have some weapons on the side. We're not going to have the best quarterback in the league, but we're going to be able to dunk and make our way down the field. We're hopefully trying to win some 17-14 games out there, and obviously this week wasn't going to be one of them. Um, so, yeah, I, like I said, just, just moving forward, I think there's some cause for concern. Hopefully our defense can kind of um, turn that around next week, and then, yeah. And then, yeah, just, and, then, and then just to make it all so much fucking worse, Aaron Rodgers comes back. He does exactly <laughs> what he fucking – like, it's not that I doubted him. I just saw a bet that I thought was <laughs> was a good bet. And I, I took – once Robbie Gold made it a seven-point game, I saw plus 150, um, Niners plus two and a half. I was like, damn, give me a, a nine-and-a-half-point nine lead. Plus 150 with 12 minutes left, and the Packers have just looked so flat. Like, like not even Aaron Rodgers. Everyone just looks flat. The line looks awful. This is easy money. Boom. And then, uh, nope, Aaron Rodgers just fucking, like, Aaron Rodgers is the type of quarterback, if he makes one completion, the entire NFL knows he's going to score that, that drive. Yeah, it's like as soon as he starts the drive or or a run, he does that all the time. Where we get a handoff, like last night with I'll, I'll break it all down. But last night we got a uh, a run with with a minute and eight seconds. We got the ball, and then we got a ten yard run from Ty Montgomery and out of bounds. And it was all of a sudden it was just like it's on. Like Rodgers is on. Um, but yeah, that game was awful to watch. Honestly, it was terrible. Our defense in the first half was embarrassed. It looked like last year. Like, it was painful to watch. I didn't understand what was happening. I mean, one problem is that I saw coming was Kyle Shanahan is a really, really, really good offensive mind. And he was Mike Pettin. Uh, he was Mike Pettin's offensive coordinator in Cleveland when Mike Pettin was the head coach. So he knows our defense in and out. He just shredded us in the first half. Second half, we our defense played a lot better, which was... The only reason we could make a comeback, like, they would have scored, you know, 55 points on us if our defense didn't stop what it was doing in the first half. It was unbelievable. C.J. Beathard 
was hitting all the throws, and every run they had would go for six to nine yards, and they'd be on second and two every single time. It was miserable. But uh, our offense looked good throughout the game. Um, Devontae Adams, unbelievable. He's really, really, he's really good and a savior. But, um, yeah, this was not a good-feeling win, but it's, it's nice to escape with a win as a Packers fan, that's for sure. Um, a couple, oh, a stat I have. Uh, just to express how off and on our defense is, uh, first, in first halves of games, we are averaging 16.5 points per half, which is 29th in the league. In second halves, we're averaging 7.3 points per game, which is second in the league. But if you take two of our games, actually included games where we gave up more points in the second half. So... And if you take our three games worth of our best defensive Jake, football, what kind of status this? <laughs> I'm just saying that we played six games. So if you take three games worth of good defense and three games worth of bad defense, we are averaging 4.83 points per half and 19 points per half. That is the best defense in the league versus the worst defense in the league. Our defense has been Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, unbelievably off and on like shockingly good at times and unbelievably bad, disgustingly bad at other times. I don't know what's happening, but I'm thanking God we have a bye week right now to get get a little bit more healthy. I'm going to need some stats with Dean on and off the field. Unless they're bad against Dean, then I'm not going to need those stats. <laughs> Dean has looked good. He's our starter because uh, Muhammad Wilkerson, he's down for the year. So Dean's been starting. He looked bad in the first half, obviously, but, you know, he's, he's looked uh, – Almost as good as Mike Daniels this year, who's having a down year. Yeah, Dean's playing big, big, uh, big role on this team. Sam, how scared are you? Are or how scared of the Packers are you? I just, I just talked to uh, my cousin about this. It, when you lose the first week to this team, like, don't be wrong. I think the Bears have gotten better. But Colton, is it fair to say that we're not, we're not competing for I think the best team in this division right now? I think the Vikings are still the best team in the division. I've said it since week one. I think the Vikings are the most talented team in the division. Is it fair to say that we're competing with the Packers, though, at number two? I think that's fair. They might have the edge on us still because of week one, but it would be nice to see where we go, um, you know, moving forward. We have a game at home. Uh, What week is that? What week do we play them? Um, Uh, I can't remember. The ninth. Okay, so we'll say that. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. Um, uh, I think it's week uh, 15 or something. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's, uh, like I said, we'll we'll see where we are with them. I think the Vikings, if you can split, you're happy. If you can split with the Packers, you got to be happy too. But um, I don't know. I, I think that we're competing to be the best, the second best team. And any team that has Aaron Rodgers, my God, when he's about to drive down the field in the fourth quarter, you know it's happening. The craziest thing I saw was when there's six seconds left in the game. Six seconds, and he wants to take another shot. He, turns, he wants to take a shot he turns, to the He's like, end one zone. more. And the entire city of Green Bay is like, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, Mike McCarthy has no say in this. It doesn't matter. McCarthy's not going to be like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is Rodgers. He this is Rodgers' time. He wanted to kick it two plays earlier, and then Rodgers got us 15 yards closer with a Devontae Adams, another completion out of bounds, which... How are the Niners not covering out of bounds is beyond me. Colton. Uh, Sam, I would, I would like to argue that have you watched the Vikings this year? Because I watched them versus Arizona because it was just on, and they did not look good. Kirk Cousins got 
Yeah, but the Plus, Bears didn't look good either against Arizona. That's looked neither to the Packers, but the, you can't just say the Vikings are hands down. They've looked just as bad as the Bears and the Packers this year. All three teams have looked No, bad. no, I, I agree. Don't I don't think defense is what it was last year, period. I don't think it's ever going to get to – they're missing, a, you know, a key piece, a huge – their defensive end, uh, Everson Griffin. Griffin. They just haven't been nearly – I mean, Arizona put up 17 on them. And not just put up 17, but Josh Rosen completed 21 passes, which I didn't think was possible. No, I mean, okay, I, I get what you're saying. I don't think the Vikings have looked great, but I think that we can all agree when they go in and go shot for shot with the Rams um, in, a, in an extremely competitive game. It was an awesome game. It was just, so um, what was that? The Rams are so good. Yeah, the Rams are amazing, and they went, you know, toe-to-toe with them, head-to-head with them. It was awesome. Um I think we can all agree. I think that they have the most talent in the division. I think their offense is probably the most uh, consistent. I think Kirk Cousins is playing like a top five QB in the league right now. Um, he had a slow first half this last game, but he's playing extremely well. Minus one game against the Bills. And I think the Bears reasonably should be very concerned with them. I think the Packers should be concerned with them. And I think the Bears and the Packers are fighting for number two. I think the Packers 100% are going to either beat or be very close to beating the Rams after our bye week this week. The Rams, first of all, they they are the best team in the league. Their offense is the best offense, maybe in a couple, since that Atlanta record-breaking offense. Since the Bears had offense. the Monsters of the Midway with yeah. uh, Brandon Marshall, Alshon, and Martellus. I'd like to point out that since the, the Rams beat the Vikings by seven, they went on to beat the Seahawks by two, barely, and then the Broncos by three. Two not very good teams. They're playing down. They're playing the Niners this week in San Francisco. I'm betting that's going to be close. Battle in California just because they're playing everyone close. And then they get the Packers. Jake, so keep I that think, in mind. Keep that in I'm mind. Tell, I'm just telling you, I'm taking the Packers plus the points when it, when that bets when those bets come up. It's just a good bet. Mike McCarthy's great off of buys too. Um, okay. I mean, that's all I have for the Packers. But Jake, I was saying, keep that in mind. Because I have the spreads right here in front of me. Uh, Rams are getting 10 points there. Or uh, they're giving up 10. Right now? Yeah. Uh, I didn't think you could bet on weeks right now. But, I mean, oh, that's. Yeah. I mean, it might get higher, though. They're playing the Niners this week. If they do blow them out, which, you know, we, I expected the Packers to do. No, but no. I mean, we'll I'm saying you said that the Rams and Niners are going to be close. Oh, yeah. No, I do. I know. Rams are giving oh, yeah, up 10. 10 points? I don't know if I'm willing to bet on it. I just think the Rams have been playing everybody close. You got you to gotta bet on someone, Jake. Uh, I'll, we'll figure it out. I mean, we can look at the spreads uh, at the end of the show. Uh, do you want to talk about um, our bets? Sure. Supporting <laughs> um, parlay? Yeah, for those of you who forgot, uh, last week we started a parlay where each of us pick one one bet. It can be over, over under, or pick a spread. We each, we each call it a lock, and we parlay all three bets. Each put in $10. Last week, we were looking good. Sam picked Eagles minus three. I picked Chargers minus one. They both won. All we need is Jacksonville to go into Dallas and win by three. Because that was Jake's bet. And, and they lost by 33 points. Uh, it was unbelievable. What a blowout. And who predicted this? I mean, we picked all home dogs. You know, you know, we picked against all of the home dogs, mm-hmm. which I guess one of them is bound to work out. But, man, I was really shocked by how bad the Jags looked. 
like and how good the Cowboys look for how. <laughs> what do what do you guys think? I mean, could you believe what happened to the Jaguars getting blown out? And oh, are no. they still I mean, a, a are they still a force in the AFC? I think so. I mean, like that defense is too good. The NFL is so unpredictable. Just random shit like this happens all the time. The Bills crush the Vikings, but the Vikings can still end up like winning the division. Like, there's so many teams that look bad, and then all of a sudden, the Texans win three straight. Now they're in the divisional hunt. Seahawks just won. Seahawks, yeah. See, I agree, but I also think that if that game had been Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night, the Jags, people would be freaking out about the Jags. Oh, for sure. It's funny how the NFL works, that that game was just kind of squeezed in at the 3 o'clock, and everyone just kind of forgot about it. But that's a big deal. The Jags are, like, were the favorites, besides the Patriots in the AFC before the season. And they just got blown out by a team that lost to the Texans. So. The thing is, is I think they're, my my biggest concern with them is that they have the defense. We get it. Now, don't get me wrong. It didn't show up this last week, but they still have one of the best defenses out there. Blake Bortles, I think, has nine touchdowns and eight picks. Like, you can't be a, a game manager out there and, and, and throw as many picks as he has so far through however many weeks. Um, Never been a game manager. He's been a, He's a slinger who just doesn't get a lot of passes. He needs to be a game manager, and they have to run the ball, and they're not doing much of either of it. They're not even keeping possession moving forward. Fournette, their time of possession has been terrible. They don't have Fournette, so that's a that's a big Yeah, one. I mean, he's been hurt pretty much his whole career, it feels like. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm a little worried for the Jags, to be honest. They'll, I, think, I think they'll be fine. Um, well, they also screwed up my bet, and I fucking hate them. Good. So, good. they can well, burn out. Yeah, welcome to gambling. Uh, speaking of that, are you guys, are you guys ready to pick next week? Oh, yeah, I, I am pulling up the spreads right now. Colton, what are you looking at? Uh, your- I, I already have my pick locked in. Um, I picked against them last week, but this week the Browns are going to Tampa Bay. Browns are plus three, and I don't think Tampa's that good at all. I don't. I don't believe in Jameis. I saw that. I saw that, and I was very interested in Browns getting points versus Tampa. That's interesting. Yeah, so uh, my my lock of the week is Cleveland plus three. Nice. Uh, do you guys, right. What do you guys got? I have an interesting pick. I was looking at it earlier. I'm not going to pick a game because I realize games are stupid, and we're all stupid. I'm looking at Panthers at Eagles. Now, both of these teams have – supposedly good defenses. But in the NFL, apparently that means nothing because the Panthers gave up 33 to the Giants. The Eagles have been giving up points left and right. I'm taking the over at 45.5 Panthers at Eagles. It seems like they're really, I mean, it seems like 30 points is just guaranteed for these two teams so far. Carson West is going to be slinging it. Cam Newton's going to be slinging it. It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be 55 points. Easy. Hell yeah. Sam, do you do you have a pick? I, I I'm not actually no, I don't. I don't have a pick ready. But can I ask? Um, how about can I can I just pick a random game and you tell me what the the line is on that, and then That's I'll just I'm say yeah. yay or nay. That's why I'm, I'm gonna here. do um, I'm gonna do tar- Chargers Titans. Chargers Titans. Chargers Titans. We've got Plus Chargers seven Titans. Chargers minus seven at home. Oh God. Over-unders at 45. Any other games? Over-unders at 40. Can I go Can I go with the under on that? I'm going to do the under. I'm going to say the under. Okay. The under. 
I'm gonna say the under. You're gonna you're gonna be watching that game and rooting for defense. How fun! I hate betting unders. I know that's probably not cool, but I just have no faith in Mariota. Good call. All right, well, folks, you heard it here first. We're each we're each tossing in ten dollars. I have Cleveland plus three. Sam's got the under, um, under forty five for uh, Titans at Chargers, and Jake has the over forty five and a half Carolina at Philly. Um, boys, we're gonna be rich. We're gonna be rich one. We're day. gonna be rich. I mean, last week small bump in the road. Now we get on the money train. Yes. Um. Guys, uh, final thoughts on NFL. Do you have Do you have anything else? Uh, game of the year so far, Chiefs and Pats. I mean, I don't think either team walks away from that game disappointed. They're probably both going to go deep in the playoffs, if not Super Bowl. Uh, it was just a lot of fun to watch. Did you guys watch that game? I did not. Yeah, yeah, I watched. I watched a good portion of that game. So much fun. Tom Brady's still electric. The Patriots are on, man. Just so forget all. Forget all the haters. Yeah, so much, I mean, they got so many weapons again. Yeah. He's back. The Patriots are back. Anybody who thought that they were down is, is a, is a nut. Yeah, yeah, never should doubt Belichick. Never should doubt Brady. Never should never should even think about that. And we all say it about right about this time, too. So um, Patriots are back. Patriots are fine. Chiefs still look good, though. That Chiefs cool. offense looks amazing. Their defense might be their – I mean, that's brutal, though. I mean, we'll see. Just brutal. Yeah. I'd also like to point out that uh, Rodgers goes through the same thing almost every – his last five healthy seasons, we have been not in first place by week six, maybe even in third place, and then we end up in – I mean, Rodgers gets hot at the end of the season. He gets uh, better with practice. We'll see how it goes. I'm hoping we get on the up and up like the Patriots. Yeah, um, I lost all three of my fantasy – weeks on that Tyreek Hill touchdown at the end so <laughs> that's yeah that was brutal Colton lost a what did you lose by 1.5 yeah I lost, I lost all all three by five points or less I know everyone was really like waiting for it for Colton's fantasy update that's that's one of the <laughs> that's one of their favorite um recurring segments but uh yep I went on three lost all of them on the Tyreek Hill touchdown so <laughs> life's right. good y'all Sunday night killer. All right. Uh, you guys want to jump into NCAA football re- just real quick? Sure. Uh, Wisconsin got absolutely smacked by Michigan. I'm not terribly surprised. I learned some facts that uh, Wisconsin's defensive ends starting that night were a converted offensive lineman and a true freshman because we were down four defensive ends. We were down to our backup safeties. B- both safeties were hurt, so we were down to backups. And our corners, we were down to our uh, fourth and fifth corners. I don't know how no one talks about this. For some reason, in college, everyone assumes that like injuries don't matter unless it's like a quarterback. Like no one ever talks about injuries in college football. Mostly, probably because they're hard to keep up with. But Wisconsin dealt with some bad ones, along with losing seven defensive starters to the draft. So that's uh, we just weren't fast enough to hang with Michigan, and their quarterback was faster than our offensive linemen playing defense. So they blew us out. I think Wisconsin is going to get my hopes up by the end of the year, though. Maybe some guys come back and we can compete with uh, Penn State in that game. But, man, even if we get to the Big Ten Championship, Ohio State will destroy us. So, Sorry, I was laughing. Uh, Sam texted me, and I'm reading last week's Eminem lyrics <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned, but... But yeah, um, I mean, people don't really talk about 
NCAA uh, injuries, unless you're a gambler, then you put way too much thought into, like, if you <laughs> if you have a good quarterback and the team that he's facing has, like, one injured secondary, you will pound the over and you'll pound that quarterback easily. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I just didn't hear much about Wisconsin's incredible injuries and the defensive side of the ball. Nobody seemed to be talking about it. But uh, we just got blown out. And uh, Notre Dame did exactly what Colton predicted. They kept it real interesting with uh, Pitt, and then they won. So That was Col- that was the easiest bet I've made in my entire life. Didn't you I, have plus, like, 29 or plus something? Plus 21. That's crazy. That was, oh, that was, that was unbelievable. But, uh, Man, was awesome. Yeah, that basically is- everything that I said preseason on this exact podcast is happening. Undefeated. We have Navy this week. Northwestern's come looming. We have like, we uh, have Navy, and then we're at Northwestern. If we are at uh, Northwestern for eleven o'clock kickoff, that is it's just that's like a like on Twitter. There's like a gambling Twitter, and that's a big thing that playing at Northwestern at eleven o'clock is so fucking boring. That teams are so flat when they when they come play there. Because if you want to hype yourself up. You, you you can't do it at Northwestern at 11 o'clock. There's no energy in the air. So that is what is making me nervous. Right now, it's a flex time. So who knows what time that game's going to be yet. But we have, yeah, Navy this week under the lights. All right, no, sorry, we have we have a bye. Do you have two buys? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we have a bye this week. Navy next week. Northwestern two weeks from now. Uh, we're going to the National Championship game. If you recall, I think I had them losing these last four. Yeah, um, Northwestern, so Florida State, Syracuse, USC. So, yeah. Not good. Cool. Not I a think, good start, but we can finish strong. Uh, all right. Well, around the rest of the around the rest of college football, what was it? Just a little recap. Alabama still rolls. Um, West Virginia down thirteen. West Virginia to Iowa State. UCF scraped out one against Memphis, and then oh, what were the other? What were the LSU. Other LSU beat Georgia. Oh, LSU! LSU. What a, that was awesome. That is yeah. so cool. I love that. Um, Oregon, Oregon beats up on uh, Washington a little there too in a thriller. And there's no, oh, Michigan State over Penn State. There were tons of games. Yeah, there's not really any uh, exciting matchups this week other than Michigan, Michigan State. Which will always be interesting. I hope Michigan State smacks Michigan just because in-state rivalries for college football are insane. Iowa and Iowa State, for some reason, are always some of the best games to ever to watch. And every time Iowa's favored by like more than ten, it's always a good bet. So college football's fun. Yeah, I could really use Michigan to just keep winning because that's Notre Dame's big win, and everyone's gonna suck Michigan's dick. So as long as as Michigan keeps winning, Notre Dame's gonna make the championship. Or I'll make the playoffs. Good point, good point. Thank you so, so much. You want to hop over to baseball? A little playoff baseball? Sure, sure. I'm uh, currently watching right now. Um, it's still 1-1 for the Brewers and Dodgers. What is this, seventh inning? Bottom of the seventh. Uh, Dodgers coming up to bat. It's 1-1. to People uh, love our uh, live coverage of sports. Yeah, and nothing better than it. But uh, let's talk about the first three games. Brewers are up 2-1. to one. Uh, Last night's game, watching it while the Packers were losing to the Niners was absolutely insane. I was pacing back and forth between two TVs because I don't want to flip channels because then I'll miss everything. So I'm standing in a hallway jumping back from TV to TV. So there's minimal 
uh, message, you know. So it was absolutely brutal. The Brewers load the bases up by four, load the bases in the ninth, and um, they hold on. But, man, that was right as the Packers decided to go for it on fourth down in the red zone or on, the, like, the five-yard line. They go for it. They don't get it. They lo- The Dodgers load the bases. I'm about to jump off a bridge. Things are spiraling. Colton's feeling all the exact opposite emotions. <laughs> I had so much money on both of these things, and <laughs> I th- like like right before that Richard Sherman holding call, um, I thought I won that bet. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I tune over, bases loaded, nobody out. It's ninth inning. All and like, all I needed was one run. I didn't even need the Dodgers to win. I just needed a <laughs> run to be scored. I was like, "Oh shit! This is easy money. I'm just printing money. This is too easy." <laughs> I love gambling. And then 15 minutes later, I just sat in the dark and silence. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a brutal way. I mean, um, the Brewers put out uh, Jeffers in the ninth inning. They benched Hader after a six-pitch, two-out performance. And they bring in Jeffers, who immediately loads the bases. It's absolutely brutal to watch. I mean, if Hader doesn't pitch tonight, then I, I'm still questioning Council's decision to not pitch him last night because it almost cost us big time. Um, other big story from that game, Manny Machado. I think I, you know, I am feeling a little down on the White Sox signing him. He is a douchebag. He made two uh, aggressive slides in the second where he literally grabbed the shortstop's knee and pulled it towards him, Orlando Arcia, and he got called out. He, he forced a double play on one of them, and the other one was just a regular double play. So he's just playing like a douche, and he put out an article today about how he doesn't. People are saying he doesn't hustle. He said, "No, that's just my game. That's how I play the game." He said, blah, blah, blah. "He said he'll never like, call himself Johnny Hustle. It's not his cup of tea." That's the yeah. Like that's what the, the fuck, dude? Are you kidding me? Like this guy just seems like bad news. So I don't know how I feel about the White Sox signing him. I would be almost fine with the Cubs signing him, even though he's very talented. I would be I, very fine with the Cubs signing him. Swag it up. Don't hustle. Give I was me, just about to say, I don't I don't give, care about that stuff at all. But the White Sox. Give me 35 he, dingers a year. Bill. Give me great defense. Give me a good guy in the uh, clubhouse. Give me all those yeah. things. Yeah. Hey, the, I mean, I'm just saying, the White Sox need to, like, build a culture that wins. The Cubs have a winning culture already. They could add Manny and be fine. But if we bring in a guy who doesn't want to be Johnny Hustle, is playing dirty, kind of douchey, and he's our leader, he's our best player on our team, that could be bad news for the White Sox, if I'm being honest. But uh, still a Jake, I, Jake, I love how much you care. I, I totally disagree. I want that guy so bad. Um, I don't care I don't care if that guy's punching fans. Um, if he's hitting 30-plus dingers and hitting 300 and 100 RBIs in my three spot, I'm happy. Do whatever you got to do, man. Pull people's legs. Um, tell me you're not hustling. You can walk to first base on every ground out. I don't even give. A, I I really don't give a shit. I mean, he and he's not just like saying he's not hustling. He isn't hustling. I don't know. He yep. just I don't know. It, it tainted his name for me. He's he's playing. He's looking like a douche doing it all because he's got the worst hair I've ever seen in my life. Are you guys? You sound hair? like a 65 year old white man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say to you right <laughs> now, Jake. <laughs> I don't like his hair. He doesn't hustle. I don't like him. I'm not the only one with this. I mean, people are going in on him. I mean, a lot of people on Twitter, on Reddit, are going crazy about how... Your grandpa. No. <laughs> Other grandpas. Are, yeah, all the grandpas on Twitter. Those those rampant on Twitter. But, yeah, hey, I don't know. Your grandpa's on Twitter? 
Have you seen his hair too? It's it's pretty ugly. <laughs> yeah, it's I've cor- seen I've seen James Connors James Connors hair, and he's he's playing like a top five running back in the he NFL. I'll, I'll take cancer. Like, huh? That's not funny. He had cancer. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, anyway, avoid the South Side, Manny. Come to the North Side. Jake doesn't want you not hustling down there, so you can not hustle on the North Side. Please. Sam does. It's cool. Sam Sam's gonna be a, a a Cubs fan, real soon. I can tell. I don't. I don't think we'd make the playoffs with Manny Machado, and then he'd be miserable again, just like Baltimore. So. So yes, yeah, so get out of here, Manny. Get out of here. But, yeah, Brewers are up two to one and uh, tied as we speak. So this series is so far been absolutely fascinating. Every game's been close. It looks like it could go seven. So. Uh, it, but it also kind of looks destined to just get blown out by the Red Sox. Uh, takes. I want that to happen because I have Red Sox at plus 1,000 preseason. So. Nice. Thank you. How much did you have on the Cubs? Will that make up for the bets on the Cubs? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, nice. for sure, for sure. Sam. Yeah, that Red Sox, uh, Red Sox Astro series is, uh, I mean – it's kind of been lopsided the last two. What was it? Azuna, Azuna came in and just self-destructed. Like just could not. Couldn't. I don't think he could. What one throw strike, um, and then he was putting balls right over the plate. Still, when he was, uh, what was it? Like five earned in that one inning. Um, couldn't get through the inning. It was terrible. It was a terrible meltdown. Um, Astros need to pick up the bats because uh, the red red socks have just been Ooh. taking it to them. Red socks. You, oh. you know what's on. Oh, yeah. Eight runs, then seven runs the game before. It doesn't matter if David Price or Chris Sale or whoever can only go four innings. When, when you're scoring like that, I don't think it matters. Yeah, I just I just want the Red Sox to win it uh, purely for money reasons. So, there you go. There we go. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. All right, kids. Um, moving on to the NBA. Sam, the NBA is back. Uh would you say this is this is your main sport? Uh, I really, I, I really, really like talking about uh, NFL and NBA for sure. NBA is awesome. Um, just literally one game. It's time for overreactions. It's time for big overreactions, boys. Um, Celtics beat up on the 76ers, made it look easy. The Celtics, I swear to God, have like eight guys that scored double digits tonight. Um, you name it, they were just pulling guys out their ass and double digit points. Um, it was phenomenal. Love seeing the NBA back. Celtics are a team you cannot mess with this year. Um, they're the best team in the East by a long shot. Um, it was fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. There's games going on. What, what's the? Is it Golden State OKC? But Golden, I think what yeah. was it we were saying? Golden State's up yeah. up, up 13 right now, which is great because I have them minus 12 and a half. No, yeah, uh, Russell, uh, Russell's uh, out. Yeah. yeah. But uh, fun fact: Kyrie Irving and Al Horford both held under double digits, nine points and seven. Yes. And Isn't that still crazy? Still blew That's up. nuts. These guys are uh, seriously. They have like eight guys on that team that that can do something. And I think that's so special. Seventy um, Sixers. You know, again, it's going to be your overreaction first game, but they just don't seem like they have enough pieces outside of Embiid, outside of Simmons, um, outside of JJ Redick. They have some guys here and there. Covington. You know, you name it. Blah blah blah. But yeah, it's gonna be a fun year. It's gonna be a fun year, boys. This is this is a different year. Mark my words. This is a different year in the NBA. I thought last year was awesome. Don't be wrong. We ended up seeing the same result. 
I, the NBA, you guys are both giving me looks. It's getting better. It's getting to the point where we're seeing competition in areas we haven't seen before. LeBron out of the East. The East is going to be fun. The West will even be fun. I promise. I promise. Better don't, be wrong. Be. don't be wrong, Golden State still. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't lose a toe. Golden State wins championship, so it better not be exciting. It'll be exciting because uh, a certain Timberwolf will make it exciting, and I'm not talking about Jimmy Butler. Oh, shit, Sam. Is it time? <laughs> the people have been uh, wanting it. They've been watering at the mouth. New listeners from the Two Shots Network are waiting. Sam, give the people what they want. It's time for Sam's Derrick Rose update. Yeah, welcome to the Derrick Rose update. Uh, glad to be back. Two shots. Thank you for having me. We are so excited. The season is starting. Um, it's a fresh start for the one, the only, Derrick Rose. Um, Derrick, uh, I, I mentioned it earlier in the year, he's going to be starting for this team. He's looking consistent, he's looking excited, he's looking energetic, and he biggest one of all, he's looking healthy. Um, Derrick Rose again in the starting lineup coming up this next week. A um, lot of turmoil with the Timberwolves right now, and a lot of people are saying the guy to bring it together, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose has been putting this team together, he's been gluing it back together. Jimmy Butler's been all erratic, um, but he's the guy in the locker room apparently saying, hey, we appreciate that. We love that. We want that from Jimmy. We want that energy. We want that excitement. So I think Derrick Rose on top of that. Now, I will say I was talking to uh, Jake and Colton here about the award that Derrick Rose will receive this year. Um, I think he's going to get slighted on the MVP, to be honest with you. But I would put all of my money, all of my money, on the live from the 815 comeback player of the year going to Derrick Rose this year. I promise on my life I thought there was a comeback player of the year award. If there was, Derrick Rose would have surely won it, 100% would have won it, but I think this year he's going to be awarded the Live from the 815 Comeback Player of the Year. I hope he's willing to accept it. By the end of the season, I challenge Derrick Rose to come on the show, accept that award uh, on behalf of his number one fan. That is the Derrick Rose update. Sam, is he... So, you wanted Comeback Player of the Year um, since Jeff Teague's there. He's, he's Derrick Rose is coming off the bench, right? No, uh, Derrick Rose starting. Over Jeff Teague? Starting. Uh, that could be just my brain being really confident, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure that he's actually starting this year. Sure, sure. Okay, never mind. Well, I was going to say, maybe he will take home some hardware as sixth man of the year, but fuck me. All right, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, Derek, Derek's going to Derek's gonna take home some yeah, hardware this year, I promise. Um, watch out Golden State. Uh, a healthy Derek Rose that's one MVP right there. Um, then you have potential in Jimmy Butler and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, this is a different team than what we saw before. This is a Derek Rose-led team. So be on the lookout. Hell yeah. Um, Jake, thoughts on the uh, Derek Rose update of the week? <laughs> also, uh, a huge, it- huge shout-out. I know how hard it was to get that beat from Sammy MC, um, but that – the, he had to come out of retirement for that one. That was, he went back to his roots. <laughs> but yeah, Jake, that's yeah. on the Derrick Rose update. It was excellent, like always. It just flew out of me. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't, it wasn't even me. It was me watching me and Derrick Rose talk. It was, that was, it was an awesome. out of body experience for Sam for about two seconds while he while he dropped that beat. 
I think I need some music before that, but that's just me. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, do you guys have any bold predictions on the NBA season coming up that that you can yeah. brag about if you're right, but if you're wrong, you just don't ever talk about it ever again? That's a good point. I'd like to uh, just talk on some big NBA guys who had some predictions. Bill Simmons, a lot of people like him, big NBA uh, personality. He has uh, bets, official bets on the Bucks over 48 wins. Giannis for MVP at five to one. Uh, Coach Budenholzer for Coach of the Year. Bucks to win the East at uh, I don't see the odds, but really good. And Bucks Golden State Finals and Giannis over 26 and a half points a game. So Bill Simmons believes, and we also have Zach Lowe coming in and predicting that the Bucks come in at least third. Giannis wins MVP. And uh, Coach Bud is also uh, Coach of the Year. So a lot of confidence from NBA, big NBA uh, beat writers. Hey, do you guys want to go around and just do like a uh, quick, quick uh, little like who's going to win MVP, um, best in the East, best in the West, and then our championship? Sure. Let's do. Yeah. All right. Let's do um, MVP. Let's do best in both, and then sleeper in both conferences. Sleeper in conference. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. Um, um, Colton, so you want to start at MVP? <laughs> sure. Sure. I'm super, super prepared. I'm going to go with, um, you know who's going to win MVP this year? Let me tell you. Because Sam asked Colton. me from Life in 815, Sam asked me who's going to win MVP. <laughs> I'm going to say Russell Westbrook. He averaged a triple-double two straight years. People didn't even talk about the second one. So, <laughs> in my mind, I think Der- I think. Derrick Rose. I think Derek Russell Rose. Westbrook is one of the pettiest people in the NBA, and I think he he's like, why didn't people fucking talk about me doing that two years in a row? I'm going to do it three years in a row. And if it comes down to him in the final week, he'll drop 60, 20 rebounds, 20 assists a game if need be. He's doing it again. Russell Westbrook, MVP. Jake, to you. Uh, I think it's going to be an Anthony Davis-Giannis year where they're the two guys. I think they're going to finally take over. And LeBron. I think it's probably going to end up being LeBron at the end. But I'm just going to pretend it's Anthony Davis and Giannis the whole time without and LeBron so, just playing average. It, sooner or later, it's going to be passed down. Like so who's been, your pick? <laughs> my pick? My pick is Giannis over Anthony Davis. I think those two are going to be, it, just like you said, that Russell Westbrook exciting end of the year. I think they're going to be fighting 30-point games back and forth. Triple doubles, you know, 20 rebounds from Davis, triple doubles from Giannis. It's going to be it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, my pick is right where Jake was at, but the other way around. I'm going to go with Anthony Davis um, over Giannis, over LeBron, over Russell, who I think is actually going to be up there. Colton, I like that pick. I think that's that's I'm a that's so a smart. That's a different pick. Not a lot of people are going to say that right now, but I do like that pick. I'm going to go with Anthony like Davis. Was- He's it may have sounded like I was buying time, but I definitely had that pick ready because it's the correct pick. I wasn't just buying it's, time. It by sounded asking. like it. Yeah, yeah. Super confident. For sure. I, I backed that. But yeah, Anthony Davis, um, he's going to be gone here soon, but he's going to make sure that this is a big, big, big pay year. He's going to get He's going to get some money this year. Um, well, I don't think this is contract year, but I do think um, he's going to pull it together. He's going he's gonna to pull out an MVP. Um, this year, he's been very close. I think he was third last year. Um, new agent, uh, wants to get over to LA, Rich Paul, uh, this is going to be a big year for him, MVP. All right, um, I guess best in the East, best in the West, 
Washington and Golden State. Are yeah, we done? Yeah, yeah. Do we need to say that? But okay. should we do our sleeper Let's then? Let's do sleepers. Uh, <laughs> Jake, you start. Okay. Um, I sort of – I mean, I think the Pacers are very interesting. I think they have a lot of young talent. I still like the Bucks a lot, obviously, but we're going to talk about them every week. So I'm going with the Indiana Pacers. Victor Oladipo is legit. They just signed Miles Turner to a long-term deal. I think uh, Pacers all day. Sam. All right, I will do one from each. I'm actually I'm going to stick with my, my MVP. I know that the Pelicans were in the playoffs last year, but I think they make a little bit more of a push. I think Anthony Davis is a stud. If I had to go to the other, uh, if I had to go to the East and pick one, I'm going to say uh, it's going to be a weird one. The Knicks. I think the Knicks are going to look pretty good this year. Um, I love their first round pick. I love what they're doing. I actually think they're starting to assemble a team that that could be ready for Kevin Durant in the future. It could be ready for another star. Uh, I do think the Knicks could be really, really good. Um, Jake, did you want to say you're a Western? Uh, sure. Um, I'm going to go that Portland actually pulls it together with Damian Lillard and wins a playoff series and competes for the uh, Western Conference Finals. As Love that pick. Supporters. Love that pick. Love Dame Dalla. Damn, there's really... Honestly, there's like no big sleepers in the West. That's the thing. Like... I, like I don't know, because Portland was a three seed last year. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really hard to like say which ones. You know what I'm saying? It, I don't know. You know what? I, it's I, not really that great. I think the Lakers make the playoffs this year. Wow. I, I know, I know, I'm wow. out there, but that's a big um, turnaround. They were terrible last year. Don't all forget. Right. Here's my Western <laughs> sleeper, and I, I'm saying sleeper as in like they'll be a top four seed. The Spurs. I like that one. I like. Yeah. Actually, I really like that. Honestly, with Demar, um, yeah, they, I, really, they'll they'll have a good team again this year. This will be this will be special. They barely, I mean, they were nothing last year without. Um, wow, I'm spacing. Kawhi. Wow. Yeah, wow. I was just, all I could think of. All that's stuck in my head is that laugh. Now I can't even remember his name. Um, but yeah, without Kawhi, they were they were iffy. But yeah, this should be a good year. This should be a I bounce think, back year. Lonnie IV. Sneaky, sneaky two seed in the West. Uh, no way are they getting a two seed. That's, a, that's, I mean, that's a high. crazy. What were they last year? The four seed? They were not. They were. Uh, I don't know what they were last year. But I, don't I mean, they, they were. But they were up throughout Seven, the whole maybe? season. They were up there with Houston for a while, and then they just never got Kawhi, and it just fell apart. I think San Antonio's. They were. They were a battle till the end. I think they were like a seven-eight seed. They were like chance of being out pretty early. But um, wow, is it cool. in the Lakers as like? A two seed in there? I don't think they're going to be a two seed. I think Lakers their team's are a six, six or five. Yeah, seed. that's what I'm feeling too. Right around four, five, six. But um, is LeBron James ever, ever going to be like? It's just like Aaron Rodgers, where you think, oh, it might not be there, and then boom. Like, there's no. If somebody told me the Lakers at the end of the season were going to be a two, three seed, I'd be like, yep, that that actually. The only way right. that I can figure it out. The only way that LeBron's going to miss the playoffs is if he, like, if his arms and legs fall off. I think that's the only way that I can actually think of it. Yeah, at least two appendages. Yes. So one arm, one leg, two arms. If he only loses one, I'm still thinking he squeezes in as an eight seed. Um, yeah. Or or he gets arrested for letting his kids drink wine. <laughs> yeah, but then I, I, but then he I, goes I, to jail, and then his son uh, comes in and steps in for him. And since his name is LeBron James, legally he can go in there and play. And then his son drops forty a night. Uh, yeah, he's just a younger LeBron. I forgot all about that clause in his contract where he gets arrested for his underage drinking kids that 
Then, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Um, and then my sleeper in the East, the Pistons. Are you guys like that one? No. Like that one. Guys, every single one of my picks are awesome. I'm so good at this. <laughs> we, we're just sucking each other's dicks right now. Great pick. Awesome pick, guys. <laughs> Woohoo! So Yahoo! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> um, awesome. All right, yeah. Uh, what else is there? What else? Let's pick there? one team to drop out of the playoffs from the East and the West. Oh. Oh, one big drop team? One team that's going to stink? Besides Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> but, like, a team that's, like, coming in with expectations that's not going to be that good? Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, uh, Sam, Sam, you start. Sam, you start this time. Oh, God. That's my God. idea. Actually, I was going to say, I, I think the Mavericks will be one of the most improved teams in the Western Conference, too. That's, I, cool. I'm sorry. That's, that's exactly that. what we asked you. That's, that's, that's exactly sorry. No, what no, we I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I like the Suns too. Um, the cool, Trailblazers, yeah. I think, well, are my drive. <laughs> yeah, I also the Trailblazers love Utah, and Sacramento could be good if everyone plays well and Portland <laughs> win the championship if they score more points than everybody. <laughs> I think the Trailblazers drop. I love Dame Dalla. I love shots Jim fired. Yeah, yeah I bust my pick, asshole. <laughs> I I think they're they're um. They're just not there anymore. I think they realize it. I think that Dame Dallas is awesome. Like I said, I think CJ McCollum's an amazing shooter. Um, they have Swanigan. They have some guys there that you know could be pieces on other teams, but they're just not together right now. I could see them almost breaking up midway through the year. Um, they thought about maybe even doing that. They, they, they either have to add something or break it off completely, and I think we'll see almost like that Ky Kyrie – or not Kyrie, Kawhi, uh, DeMar trade-ish thing happen at some point where maybe they shop. CJ McCollum, or maybe they shopped Dame Dalla. But are you so calling them for a CJ McCollum Jimmy Butler swap? Is that what I just heard? I, you never first, know. You, you never know. Dun, uh, that, dun, dun, dun. Jake's got to claim that. Um, in the East, I'll say, I mean, are the Wizards. The thing is, there's so many teams where you're kind of like, they might not be there anyways. But I would say the Wizards kind of take a step back in the East. I don't think they're, um, they're getting older, they're not getting better. Um, they're not really doing, I mean, they got, they have to stay healthy and they haven't really been able to do that. Uh, there's been that friction there between Beal and wall. Um, I think this could be the year that they finally take a step back, especially with the East getting better too. Those are you, awful. You, you talk about that. That's a good take home. But you talk about the Washington pick, like it's like, it's an obvious pick, but Washington's favored over Milwaukee by Vegas. Like they're a very popular team. So I think that's actually a bold pick and pretty, I, I also agree. But uh, speaking of the Jimmy Butler Portland, I think the Timberwolves fall apart. I think they've already fallen apart. I don't know what they have there left. I don't know that they can make the playoffs with this kind of turmoil. Wait, wait. What do you think they don't have? What piece do you think they're missing? I'm a little confused. Uh, I mean, they have a point guard. That's a fact. We know that. They have. Yeah, Jeff, a pretty good. I just think that Jimmy's going to cause a lot of drama. They're going to end up making a trade. It's the West is so competitive. I think Timberwolves fall out of the playoffs. But Derrick Rose leads them to the nine to the nine spot and screws up their draft pick. R.I.P. to Sam. <laughs> oh. You guys can't tell because of the podcast. He's staring at me with malicious intent. Oh, it's 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 a gross look on his face. Oh. <laughs> Showing his Derek Rose poster now. <laughs> Jake, did you even say uh, uh, Eastern Conference? Like, I just blacked out. I, I don't know what just happened. I oh, like, I, I just there said, was so uh, much tension. <laughs> there was a lot of tension. I'm going to go with Miami. Uh, everyone 
teams that think they can turn around, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're going to be a 7-8 seed. I think they're terrible. I think they're, I think Hassan Whiteside gets traded. I think they're just absolutely... They Maybe they trade for Jimmy Butler, but I think that would be crazy. See, exactly. They're a team who's still trying, apparently. I think they shouldn't be trying. I think they should be trying to get picks. Word. Two picks. Colton, your turn. Ooh. Guys, I... I was really confident in everything that I've said so far, and this one I'm just going to grasp. I don't know. <laughs> but here we go. How do you like this one? Uh, these are both sexy picks that, that everyone's going to say could sneak into a three or four seed um, for each conference. We'll start with the East this time. The Pacers. The Pacers are going to take a step back, and they're going to free fall. Oladipo like just had a, had a career year. Who knows if he can do it again? Who knows if anyone on that team can do it again? All had a great season. Pacers dropping. Western Conference, another sexy pick um, to go pretty far in the standings. The Denver Nuggets. Everyone's loving the Nuggets. Everyone loves, is it Jokic? I always get Jokic and Jokic and Jokic. I always get those two mixed up, but the one that plays in Denver, um, everyone loves that guy, but uh, nope, not me, Denver, not me. Bring back Melo, bring back AI. Those are the glory days. Bring back Chauncey. Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin. Fuck you, Denver. So those are my picks. All really good picks. Really, really yes. good picks. Verified by the guy who picked them himself. Mm-hmm. Good picks. <laughs> yeah, really, 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 really good picks. But, um, guys, is that it for the NBA? Is that all we have? That's all I got. That's all I got. Gentlemen, that's it for sports. Um, what have you guys been watching? Anything? I'm still watching um, the Castle Rock. I told you guys to watch it. Spooky show. <laughs> it's uh, Sam said he would watch it. He probably didn't. Colton, I think you said you check it out. I'm guarantee you didn't. No, I mean uh, I didn't say I would watch it. I'm in the middle of things, Jake. I have I a know. life. I have things I going on. I'm watching stuff. I mean, yeah, and I, I'm just saying I haven't switched my show yet. It's really good. It's uh, meta and confusing sometimes, but it's spoopy and perfect. So <laughs> leave it alone. Just watch it, damn it. Um, I just started, and let me tell you guys, uh, it's phenomenal. But the uh, it's the haunting of Hill House on Netflix, new series. I mean, crazy, so good. It's so good. I absolutely love it. I usually don't tag shows like that that quickly. It was like three episodes in, and I absolutely loved it. It's scary. Um, it leads you kind of kind of just thinking about stuff at night, things that you know kind of creep you out a little. It's awesome. Um, it's just it's a really really good Netflix show. Stephen King loves it. That's how you know it's cool. That's how you know it's dope. Stephen King is washed up. When's the last good thing a Stephen King like a Stephen King book was made into a movie? It's like Children of the Corn. Um, Castle Rock. Excuse me, that was a Stephen King book. So I'm talking about. All right, hard pass. <laughs> there you go. Hard pass on on that shitty show. Sam, continue. Uh, the Haunting of Hill House. Very very good. I promise. Have you seen Sam, it? That was pretty good. I believe you. I will watch that show right now. This is, this is bullshit. <laughs> um, Sam, while I'm talking about my show, you send me the Eminem Lyric of the Week. Still haven't gotten one. Oh, hey, are we... Colton, are you sure you want to do that, man? <laughs> are, do you want to do that to yourself? It's it's. I mean, there's not any like semi-bad ones. There's just a lot of bad ones. 
I think we should keep doing it and keep prefacing it every week by, are we sure we want to do this? We might want to get jobs someday. It's, it's like, like you should just just tap out if you have to. It's like me saying it. It's it's Eminem saying I'm reading them. Okay, all right, I'll I'll figure that out. But yeah, your show. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have like a new show. Um, <laughs> I'm still watching American Vandal. I think I said this last week. American Vandal is fucking awesome. Have I have I told you guys this yet? Uh, yes, you definitely have. <laughs> it's so it's just so well done. It's so funny. Um, season, I'm in the middle of season two. It's, it's just as good as season one. It's awesome. Um, uh, speaking of spooky shows, you guys both said spooky things. Did I bring up, um, fuck, what's it called? Heritage? No. What's that? Oh, you brought up something last week. I forget what it was. I Googled it, was going to watch it, didn't watch it. The scary movie? Yes. What am I fucking blanking on here? Oh, this is embarrassing. I don't know. Uh, While you think about it, I did watch the first episode of Big Mouth. It was oh. pretty good. I, I gotta get more time to, you know, just watch it, but it, yeah. How'd you only watch episode. one episode? They're all like 20, 20 minutes. Because they only had 25 minutes. Hereditary. Hereditary. Scary, scary-ass movie. Um, perfect for... I think I saw on Twitter it was scientifically proven to be the scariest movie of the year, so... <laughs> Science. The same producer did The Witch. If you ever saw that, that movie's awesome. Hereditary, also pretty good. I'm backing you up, Colton. I'm backing you up. Thank you, Sam. That's what friends do. Um, guys, it's almost Oscar season, and I am pumped for the Oscars. All right, Sam, final right. thought. Uh, what movies are contending? Yeah, do we know yet? Or um, if we go Star look at the Bears again, it's going to be a three and three week. Um, or it's going to be a three and three team after next week. It's going to be hard coming out of two straight losses. I think we're really going to see a step up from the defense next week. I think Mitch is going to have to have a yeah, not a big guy. Um, so I really would love to love to make sure that the no, uh, the Bears are coming out victorious next like week. Um, I just can't stop thinking about it. I, I can't Lala stop thinking about the Bears. I cannot movie. stop. Um, you know, just, just thinking about what they need to change and what they need to fix next week, especially after this horrendous trap game that they just ran into. So that's my final thought. I'm I'm concerned. I'm a concerned Bears fan. What can I say? But I don't know what you can say. That's a great question. Thank you for for bringing it up, but. My final thought, big thank you to Joe Garcia. Big thank you to the Two Shots Sports Podcast Network for letting us join. Boys, we're, we're affiliated now. How's it feel? Uh, unbelievable. I feel totally different. And um, we won't forget the small people. Maybe, maybe since we're affiliated with Two Shots, we can get some of our big-name guests that we're looking to get, like Lonnie IV and maybe some other guys. Who knows? Lonnie IV may, may be coming on. Uh, I don't know. There's, I mean, now is a better, a better time than ever to come on, Lonnie, because we are skyrocketing. Your career is just starting off. Ride our coattails, baby. <laughs> check, check your DMs. It's check. there. It's all there. Um, so, yeah, so that is it for episode 62. Thank you for listening on the Two Shots Sports Podcast Network, on iTunes, on Spotify, on 12-Ounce Sports Radio, on SoundCloud, wherever you listened, big thank you to listen. Um, and that's it, boys. I love you. Two right. shots. Two shots. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. 
to see a marching band. He said, Son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten, and the damned? He said, Will you defeat them, your demons, and all the non believers? The plans that Join the Black Parade!